Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Is the Nightside Project. Look at the size of that boy's head. I'm not kidding, it's like an island on a toothpick. Nightside on KSL. A limited edition summer season. It's summer now. They told me this would be temporary. It cannot end soon enough. The Nightside Project with Ethan Millard and Alex Carey. Streaming live on Alexa and on KSL News Radio at 102.7 FM. Welcome back. Just a few segments left here on the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Keery. Thanks so much for jumping in on the show tonight. Uh, here's a text we got, Alex. Here's an idea for you and your son. Oh. If you're looking to take your 12-year-old son someplace, forget the plane and take the train, nah, Amtrak, from here to Denver. It's very scenic. It will give you and your son a memorable time. That actually would be a lot of fun. That is a great idea. You should think about that. I don't want to get on a train. I I hate to be I hate to be the the guy who's acting like he's too cool because my thought was it was like a twenty three and a half hour yeah the journey is the thing the journey is the thing yeah the, the, I guess but my son's longest trip to Hogwarts is going to be the worst trip we've ever taken if we do that this will be like hey so we're still in this uh, train car together buddy. And I don't have any chocolate frogs for you and no Dementors outside the window. Sorry. Mm. I don't know. I just, I get it. From here to Denver is what then? Nine hours? 12? It'd probably be like 15. I don't know. On on a train, how how far is it in a car? Like eight hours. Yeah. So I would assume it'd be longer. If only there was a way to find out. There's not. Stand by. Oh, here it comes, Brandon. The old Google during the middle of the show trick. Let's see. So Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. All right. Directions. You can't say you can't put in the UTA route. You're not going to find a UTA. No, route. no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. I'm doing mm-hmm. the. Let's see here. Yeah. yeah. The train. Mm. Yeah. I'm yeah, tra- man. I'm, I'm standing by. <laughs> I'm All right. Still waiting so, for this. Oh no, because it's giving me the Greyhound. <laughs> also bad. Also I something don't... I don't want to do. All right, uh, you look at that, and I'm going to get to the next portion of the show here. Ethan, I wanted to bring up a couple things here. All right? All right. So I saw this article, and I thought it was an interesting uh, take on it. So the the article says how the child care crisis will distort the economy for a generation. An uh, an economist says that uh, 20 to 30 years, you're going to feel the effects of the collapse of the child system. The child care system? Uh, the child care system, yes. And, and part of it is because it is making you 
it, the whole thing is is that this is forcing you. Parents are already exhausted from round the clock childcare mm-hmm. while also trying to work from home. The biggest thing is though, Ethan, is that th- this is really going to affect the uh, the stay at home moms who are wor- the, the who are working like this the the working moms who are trying to do or not sorry not the stay at home moms the working moms who are trying to figure out how to balance that right yeah. And single moms, forget about it. I mean, this is going to be a really, really difficult thing to do because if your kids are going to be at home, I'll tell you what you're not able to do is figure out a way for them to be watched all day while you can be at work because watching kids is not what we're talking about. We're talking about monitoring your kids' education now while you're at home, yeah. which has been an impossible task for many of us. You it's know? very, very difficult. It's yeah. super hard. So they talk about that being like a – a big fall to it's going to have as much of an economic impact on us because we're going to have to say, well, I've got to cut my hours because I have to be home with my kids. Well, I've got to make this economic sacrifice. They say that some people will not, it says the work of recovering from it will not just end uh, because we have a vaccine, even if things start to get uh, even better uh, going forward. And, uh, the thing that this economist says that the child of inc- of childcare crisis on women's outcomes is going to be felt over the next decade plus. It's a pretty that's a that's a. I try to think about what it would look like for us to be able to get. And here's the other thing: like, let's just say, childcare uh, during the day is obviously number one. Trying to figure yeah. out what you're what you're going to do with your kids while you're trying to get work done, and while they're trying to be you know in school. And so the reality is, is you end up saying working something out with your boss where you take fewer hours or uh, in some cases, maybe the mom who's been working at home or the, or somebody who's been working a part-time job just ends up quitting that. And those are economic situations that, that families are needing more than ever. So right. at, she says, when you talk about upward mobility, this puts families not just in a different trajectory. It's not just about losing two or three years of income. It's about being on a lower earnings trajectory for the rest of your life. Jeez. Possibly. Jeez, that's How terrible. depressing is that, man? I think about where we are right now, and I go, I, here's the other thing. My kids and I need the break from each other, you know? Yeah. And my, and my wife needs the break from them, too. And that's not – I know where they're I know where their parents. And so you, you can save the text that say, well, you don't want to be around your kids. That's just because you're a lazy parent. I'll tell you what it is, is it's not normal for us to be around each other, all five of our kids and mom and dad – on top of each other at home, uh, what is going to be now uh, five out of the seven days a week. It's going to be really extremely hard from sun up to sun down, uh, not having that mix up of something who's somebody who's not your mom and dad trying to teach you. That made a huge impact on me. I I listened in class because it wasn't my mom and dad teaching me. Yeah, there you're right about that. There are some things that. Uh, there are a lot of things actually that other people besides your parents are going to be better at teaching you. Uh, when I first took my son skiing when he was very, very young and, uh, you know, at the time I'd been doing a lot of skiing, I was an excellent skier and I thought, oh man, I'm going to be able to teach him how to ski. This would be great. And it was within the first five minutes that I knew I was not going to be able to teach my son to ski. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it in five minutes. Well, I mean, you know, my, is- you know, my whole thing is my wife has been a certified ski instructor and it's just teaching our kids is, is the worst. You know, because they're like, whatever, yeah. mom, whatever, mom. I bet you could ski, mom. I'm not doing that. The pizza's stupid. It's not even <laughs> like a real pizza anyway. You can't even eat it. Oh, uh, my goodness. All right. 57500 is a text number. So I, I, 
I just wanted I wanted this to be a safe place for people to express their frustration because the thing that people do, Ethan, is if I complain about having my kids at home all day, people just go, oh, it's because you've just been using the school system as your personal uh, babysitter. And I can't really argue with it except for this is what we have had as a – as how our society has been yes. held up. Yeah, I don't think it's fair to. I don't think it's fair. You're a bad I agree dad. You. It's you're not fair a, to say you're just a lazy parent, dude. Because you don't want to. You don't want to daycare. You you're just going to farm yeah. out the daycare to your kid. That's not what we do. We have this whole thing planned out, and coronavirus has ruined it. I'm at work. Oh boy, you want to take that? No, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Look, I'm just going to say this. I don't know anyone in Kaysville. It's 2020. So. It's 2020. Mm-hmm. Who has their phone ringer on? Okay, that's what I want to know. No, I wonder if you know anyone. Put I wonder it, if you have any recent put evidence it on, that you know someone. Put it on the buzzer, and we will work it out from there. Okay. Well, I don't need I don't need a phone to ring ever in my life. I don't need a ding of a text message. I don't need the ping of an email. I don't need a boo 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 so that I can ring. hear a phone ring. No. I you know what phone ringing is good time. for? It's good for sound effects in a movie, so you know that you're moving well, on to the next thing. You know what, though? Here's why Here's why you're saying that, because I used to say the same thing. But that was when I worked in broadcasting, and I was always in and out of studios. When you're in and out of studios like you are, then, yeah, you keep your ringer yeah. off at all times. Because had, you don't want I've, to have to remember. I've had, I've had 74 missed calls during this show. You didn't yeah. hear one of them. You, you, only had one, <laughs> you only had one dumb person call you, and your phone rang. Okay. It's been quiet here in the home defense <laughs> sector, though, hasn't it? The perimeter has oh, been what happened, pretty quiet. What happened with the dogs? Are they dead? No, no, no. We just haven't had any intruders. Oh, okay. We They're... just haven't had any any assassins come over <laughs> trying to take me out. Here's my question. Are your, I, it's, are your kids going to be super glad that you're not doing this uh, radio show at night? Not to hang uh, out with you more, but so that they don't have to tiptoe around the house? And uh, act like things are and act like things are super quiet around. You, the house. you know, you want to know. You want to know? Do they what just for real? leave? Do they just leave? My kids don't care what I do. I know. Uh, and it's, my favorite is when your kids walk in. They go, "Dad, is your show done yet?" And then your phone's all boop, 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 boop. and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> hold on, I'm doing a radio show over here, guys. I got to take myself seriously." Cast. This is why the show's gonna gonna get canceled. I know it's because I can't control myself. They're like uh, the, the review off. of the show. While while the chemistry between the two hosts is present, Ethan Millard will not turn off his phone, and he has two dogs who are part of the program every evening. The lack of the the lack of professionalism is just too <laughs> it's just too much. Uh, plus all the mail commercials during the uh, during the break, it's fine. All right, it. It, drop us drop us some text five seven five zero zero. We need to know what you learned tonight on the Nightside Project. That's what's up next. What you learned tonight on the Nightside Project, and then we're also going to do a Zen headlines. So we're going to figure out a way to 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 rescue this show, help everyone finish their day happy. That's our goal. I think we can do it, Alex. I believe in us. I'm trying to figure out a way that the school district will now send home all the laptops to my house. We need all the laptops for this year. Okay. Stay with us. More to go. The Nightside Project continues wrapping things up next with what did you learn? 57500 is the text number. Tell us what you learned on the program. We only have this segment and three more days of the show for the history of the Nightside Project, assuming that we don't have to save everybody from a pandemic again in the next few years. Stay with us. The Nightside Project continues on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. 
Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.